Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. We never really took the time to just stop and ask what they want. What do you see in yourself as far as, you know, what are your goals? What are your ambitions? What's your vision for yourself, you know, here and outside of work? You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to paid. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. We're excited to have AI Painting Plus with us. Austin and Lacey Isley is going to be talking about leadership development in their company and what they do for training and improvement plans. Everybody's trying to figure out how to get their teams better, how to make sure everyone's on the same page, how to make sure people don't get burned out. The Isleys have really ramped things up in the last year. And they're going to share some tips on how to make sure you have a regular schedule for performance reviews and that you're using the right tools and you're asking the right questions. And more than anything, they help you learn to share your vision as a company leader, but also how to align those goals with the vision and goals of your employees. Kathy's not with us on this podcast. She's at the World of Concrete Conference representing for Estimate Rocket. Hey, Austin and Lacey, welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. Good to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Excited to talk with you. Well, every time I catch up with you guys, I feel like there's always news about what's going on at AI Painting Plus. I hear that you guys were involved with uh, APC's Mission Vacation. And, you know, I just feel like also you are doing the right things with training up your team and planning for next level growth all the time. So let me just ask you, what's going on with you guys? How are you doing these days? We're doing great. Um, we're off to a great start of the this year, I guess, of 2023. Uh, last year, you know, we had quite a bit of growth again, <laughs> and uh, we kind of were able to uncover some struggles with that growth that our team was feeling. Uh, so we kind of had to really, towards the end of the year, really sit back and evaluate, uh, dig into what actually happened because it was kind of just a whirlwind, uh, reevaluate what our future plans were. So I think we, we've made a lot of progress on that over the last couple of months. So yeah, we did a, we did a strategic planning meeting with our entire leadership team. Um, it was towards the end of October and that really helped us kind of dissect um, how they were feeling and what was kind of going on, because um, we could just kind of tell that there was some maybe burnout happening. Um, and it was just because of how fast that we've been growing um, year over year in the last like two years. It's been two or three years, um, just crazy growth. So that really helped us. We took a full day and just kind of really took out some big goals. Um, more so focused on growth development and training um, to go into the next year, which we were already doing, but we kind of took it to the next level um, and really made it more personal and not just um, business focused. So that was a 
a new thing that we had not really done a whole lot of. So that really helped. Personal and not just business focused. That's going to be interesting to hear you unpackage that a little bit. I know that a lot of businesses, especially in the trades, can experience super fast growth and not know exactly what to do with it. And it hits you in all the ways that you never expected it to hit you. This is just what I hear across the board. Um, you know, and, and I've heard the cycles of growth, depending on what stage of business growth you're at, like, you know, first year, you're just, you're shooting for profit and then you have to focus on process and then you have to focus on people and those things you always, you always have those three going, you always have profit process and people being focused on, but they take different orders of prioritization um, depending on what year you're at. So it sounds Mm -hmm. like you guys are like, you're, you're hitting your stride with a lot of things, but then you're like, okay, now we need to invest in people again. Now we need to invest in process. And so absolutely, that yeah. sounds normal to me, but I know that it can be, it can be pretty terrifying probably when you're right up on it and, and just feel like we have all this, you know, that, that has made so much progress. We don't l- want to lose that now because this other thing that was slipping out of sight, you know, is, is hurting us now. So Anyway, I, I just, I feel like that's a common thing. Um, you, you work on something until something else shows itself to need more work. And then you go and focus on that. And then something else needs, it's like your yeah. house, you never yeah, exactly. you, you always have home projects, right? You always have something else. But, yeah. And I wouldn't say it's so much terrifying, like leading up to it. It's more just like a big slap in the face all at once. Like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, this has been going on this whole time. And I just now realized it. Wow. You know? Yeah. And we have to make point. some changes immediately. Well, and I think we were, you know, we were investing in our team, just maybe we weren't investing in our leadership as much like, you know, we were, we have an apprentice program. We're like focused on growing our apprentices into painters where we're all focused on that, um, making sure that the customer's receiving, um, you know, five-star service. And then it's just, you know, the, the leadership I think was where yeah. we were kind of missing. I mean, we, we do like leadership training. This is how you should lead the team, but it's not like supporting them as much. And that was really what we kind of brought mm-hmm. out of it too. And to add on to that, we, we never really took the time to just stop and ask what they want. You know, what are, what do you see in yourself as far as, you know, what are your goals? What are your ambitions? What's your vision for yourself, you know, here and outside of, work um yeah we talked about we did talk about flow a lot um and kind of what made them happy but we didn't take it to that next level it was more of just like on the surface mm. and then we we really found a way to dissect that more okay well l- let's kind of focus a little bit on the process for well performance review improvement plans like how do you what process do you have to check in with people and see how they're doing. Um, Cause you, you have, you have apprenticeship training, you have some leadership training and stuff. So did you create a process to kind of the check-in process or the review process? Was that already there? First it, it all started. We just sent out a survey. Once we kind of started to get the inkling that things weren't the way we thought they were in the survey. Yeah. Like re- 360 survey. Yeah. It revealed the results that uh, what we were feeling was accurate as far as the burnout and that kind of stuff go uh, went. Um, but then we just started doing uh, IDPs, individual development plans with each employee. And the way it kind of started out was the first meeting is just like an initial, like, let's just let, like, let's hear about you as the individual, you know, what are, let's set a vision for you. Um, write down on a piece of paper, 
uh, a vision. It's a day. Pick a day three years in the future uh, from the time you wake up and from on or from there on. What are you doing that day? What does your life look like? Um, and this was really hard for a lot of people. You know, they, they've never been really challenged to do that, to think ahead, um, you know, that far out. But once they did, uh, it was actually really insightful. Um, you know, they were able to, to, once they, like things they didn't even realize that they wanted, mm-hmm. um, you know, hey, three years from now, I want to be waking up, driving to work, headed to the office. Um, you know, my crew, my crews are all out working great. Uh, they're all putting out their own fires, that kind of stuff. I'm in the process of buying my first home, um, getting married, that kind of stuff. And mm. um, from that meeting, from that initial meeting, it's like, okay, we have the vision. Um, well, let's set a 90 day plan here. Let's, let's pick out a few key items that we can set on a timeline, get some goals essentially and put them on paper, put them on timelines and then our next meeting, we're going to check status against those goals. What did you do? Did you did you complete this action item? You know, someone buying a home. Did you talk to uh, the person that we introduced you to at the bank that can help you with your credit? Um, have you talked to financial, uh, you know, someone that can help you with budgeting, that kind of stuff? Um, and it just kind of snowballs from there. And each time we meet, you know, every 30 to 60 days, we check those items and see what the status is. And then we add new items to continually help these people work towards their goals. You know what I mean? To, wow. With the ultimate goal to get to that three-year vision. And with right. um, each and after meeting with everybody for their first uh, IDP, we were able to also pull out like what our org chart would look like in three years to help us with our, our goals, um, our own uh, three-year vision for our company. So it kind of goes hand in hand based off of it. Right. where they see themselves and also where we see them and now, where do they fit into our plan? Exactly. How do we fit into their plan? That yep. kind of stuff. That's good. I like that because yeah, we always as business leaders say how, here's how you fit into my plan. <laughs> you know, yeah, right? exactly. You guys are turning like the, the 360 thing around and saying, wait, hold on. How do we fit in your plan? Which I also hear a lot of, which Lacey, you mentioned the personal and professional goals being mentioned. And mm-hmm. I love that you guys mix those and, and talk real quick about that. Um, do you think a lot of businesses do that or do they try to stay away from that for the work-life balance thing and think, eh, that's your private life. That really doesn't concern me. It, why, why should it concern business leaders in your opinion? In my opinion, I feel like if you're hitting your goals in your personal life and you're happy, you're happier when you leave work and do, when you go home, then you're going to bring that into work, you know, mm-hmm. it kind of all coincides. Um, and that's really kind of our culture too. We just, there is a, you know, we do respect a personal life balance compared to work. Yeah. I would have to say that, uh, that boundary work-life balance, it's definitely something to respect, but when done tactfully, um, it can, it can be really beneficial. Um, you know, we're not, we're not telling someone, Hey, you know, you need to be thinking about this at work or this at home. We're just, we're just here as a resource to try to help, um, to actually, to actually cultivate a better work-life balance, I would say. And as business owners that, you know, network in our community, we have a really great, we have lots of great relationships with people, a lot of different businesses and organizations that can help uh, individuals that they would otherwise not have access to or as easy of access 
um, with a direct contact to help them with whatever said goal, um, mm-hmm. where we can step in and, and help alleviate that, you know, stress of, well, I don't know where to start. I don't know who to contact. It just, uh, it, it makes our employee, you know, helps them. I feel like and yeah. their personal goals. So I'm going to jump big time on team Ilsley here and say, that this idea of the pure professional is a myth. Um, you really can't completely dissect a person and and make this dichotomy of here's your personal life. Here's your professional life. Here's your work life. Here's your home life. Now, I, yeah, I agree with what you guys are saying, like keeping certain things like your employees have a right to privacy and all that stuff. However, knowing how impacted a person's professional life is by their personal life and that they're bringing their personal person they, they are their, the, their full person as they come into work that you have to care for them as, you know, help them develop uh, work skills, but you're also helping them develop life skills, communication, you know, or um, emotional management, you know, you're, you're helping them understand uh, futuristic projections of where they want to be. These are all very, very personal things, you know, so you really can't, there is no absolute dichotomy there that we like to imagine, like, I'm just building up these professionals. Actually, in the last year, somebody was, I was in this little bit debate with somebody and it was kind of funny because they, they pulled the professional card. I'm a professional. I'm like, you know, we're all a professional in something, but you know, in the moment when you're talking with somebody working together and say you're training leadership or whatever, you have no papers. The pedigrees are gone. It's, it's, what are you bringing with you into this moment? Who are you right now? That's it. There's no other history. There's no other you floating out there at home. You're you're here. This is all this is all the you there is. And so, you know, to to actually provide full care and full accountability for that full person that is there before you, I think there's something to that. So I kind of ask, not facetiously, but I, I ask a little bit, um, you know, just just to kind of pull out and say, how do you guys make that distinction? Because it sounds like you're doing the right things. You're saying, like, hey your work goals are mixed all mixed up in ways that never can be separated from your, your personal goals. So let's just tackle that. I love it. Yeah. And you were actually saying, let's get you a contact out there at the bank and help you. You want to get a home. You want to fall in love. You want, I mean, we, sometimes we think, well, what is yeah. that? <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, yeah. we don't, we don't snoop in their personal life by any right, means. Right. We only take what they give us, you know, during their, their individual development plan. So it's, right. we're not going to get too involved in a, you know, sign up for, this website for eHarmony or whatever. Like, you're not, you're not, not running gonna, a dating We're not going to take it that level. But. Right. but I love it. I think it's so cool. And I see more and more, by the way, more and more intelligent business owners and leaders um, caring more about, you know, the, the full development and goals of their employees, because that's yeah. the only way you can really be honest about what people are searching for. How do we align our goals together? That also, I think, brings you guys more into the game to say, Hey, I'm not just a business owner. I'm not just out for some cash. We're doing some pretty neat things here and we're accomplishing life goals too. So I think that as you guys become more vulnerable about that, I think that helps your employees become more vulnerable. Say, what what am I really after? How do we all get after that together? You know, I actually, one last thing I'm going to say this kind of, I think this is an interesting topic. So uh, this is I know this kind of starts spinning my tires a little bit on this, but I was actually talking to my fiance recently, Lindsay, you guys know her. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And we were talking about our dog and I'm like, you know, a lot of people, they have the goals or what they, they want their dog to be a cuddler or, you know, a nice little house dog or something, but you gotta, as, as dog owner, you have to align 
goals with the dog and say, what direction are we moving together here? And she's like, that's ridiculous. That makes no <laughs> sense whatsoever. But in, in, you know, to my point though, what I was saying is what does a dog really want? What is, what's the perspective of what, you know, what is it after? And, and sometimes it's not what I'm after, you know, like, Oh, if I make its life more comfortable, but my dog wants to get out there and roll in the dirt. My, oh, if I make him smell better, you know, put the right shampoo and conditioner on, you know, he's more pleasant to me. And surely that makes him more happy. No, he wants to go out and roll in some shit out there, you know, (laughs) but, um, I, so that's a ridiculous analogy, but the point is we do operate from our own limited perspective sometimes and opening that up, like you guys are doing, I think is super valuable for leaders. We have a, we have a phrase and this is kind of, um, it's what we tell people when they ask, you know, what do you do or you know, who is AI painting pleasant? We like to say we're, uh, we're Columbia, Missouri's premier customer service and people development company that just happens to paint houses really well. No way. Really? That's, that's our, that's kind of our long slogan, I guess you would say. Well, and you know, when we hire, you know, we, we typically hire more uh, trainees and apprentices and and develop them into painters. Mm -hmm. And all of our, every single person on our leadership team started the company without any knowledge of painting. You know, we've brought them, Mm -hmm. brought them up. But part of that um, now moving forward, we have a full-time trainer and we have a pathway, a learning pathway for each individual. Um, And so Every, you know, if you're a trainee, you have a certain set of tasks or skills that you have to obtain before you become an apprentice, the same as an apprentice to a painter. And so we track that um, and it's like a living document. So the leadership team can go in and and update it and put notes and so that they can see Mm. like where they're at and what they need to do to get to the next level. Um, And coincidentally with that is a what we call a green book, which is more soft skills. So how are they with their communication skills? Promptness. Promptness, yeah, exhibiting uh, our core values mm. um, and kind of focusing on those things in the very beginning, um, building them up into hopefully leadership someday. And then we do the IDPs with them as well. But in the very beginning, that's kind of what that looks like. Mm. How many stages to growth do you guys think you have there? Or is it a, is it a promotion schedule of you go from this to this, to this, or how many stages are there? If you guys, do you know what that is or do you, would you have to think about that? Yeah, currently there's about four to five before uh, leadership. Before leadership, but then obviously, you know, as a as, as a company, we we want to grow, and in that growth, we want to provide additional steps to growth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we want to add to that ladder. I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. The more crews so, we have, the more field supervisors we'll have, and more opportunities for yeah. advancement, that kind of stuff. So. Like we're just now this year able to have a full-time trainer. We didn't have that before. So that was a, wow. you know, that was really awesome. Full-time yeah. trainer. Yeah. That takes a while for companies to get there. Well, to yeah. also see the need for it. You know, I think a lot of people are like, well, we're there. We're that size. I'm not sure exactly how to, what does a training program look like? How do I find that person? And I'm sure that would be another podcast right there. Honestly, I think that would be another podcast. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot to it. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, but it's kind of cool, like going through these, um, these, uh, you know, individual development meetings, uh, the mm. things that we found out, the visions we had for people, you know, our full-time trainer right now, our vision for him was, well, you're going to be a field supervisor. You know, everything about the field and you can manage the crews and stuff. And mm. he did not want that. You know, mm, he's really? like, I, I don't <laughs> like this is my passion. that my passion is helping people, teaching people. And he's really good at that too, you yeah, know? Um, 
he spent based off his IDP plan and the goals that we set for him, he was able to create the training program with us, follow it, you know, catching up with him and giving input here and there. But I mean, he created it. Uh, so it's, wow. it's his baby now and yeah, pretty awesome. So we recently had seen each other at a conference. Uh, it was the crank conference or Lacey was there. I know, uh, Austin, you were at another conference, I think, right. Weren't you? Yeah. Well, something like that. Hey, yeah. Think, you yeah. just got back. I just got back from, oh, you just one, got yeah. back. gotcha. Yep. Divide and conquer for some of that stuff. I get it. Um, but I was presenting on, I called it besting, but it was all about getting in the zone and in flow, knowing how, where your zones are of optimal experience and happiness and, um, and the, where you're most skilled and where you're most effective, like, how do you find those zones? So I call that besting, but we, it's all built off this idea of cognitive flow. That's a psychological model for optimal experience. But anyway, I was talking with Lacey and it sounded like you guys had been you guys had done some of that stuff in your company before. And one of the things I'd asked you before, and I just want to ask you again is how do you guys find out if somebody's in the zone or not? So you talk about, so you talk about these goals, these long-term goals, and you have these IDPs, these individual development plans, and, and you're working on people growing. How do you, how do how can you tell if something's off there? Uh, where you're like, okay, you're not, you're not really enjoying this process and, and you're not getting better. You're not besting. There's my word again. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, make that yeah. a word, but how do you guys, how, how do you know that it's working or not working? Yeah. I would have to say like, there are so many uh, visual cues that uh, and emotional cues that a person will give off when they are not in a flow state or when they're not besting, I guess you mm-hmm. would say, um, <laughs> yes. you know, when you're, when, when, when you see someone, um, that is highly competent in a certain area of skills, then um, you see them in another area of skills and it's just not the same person. You know, you're not getting the same level of performance out of them that you had previously seen uh, that, you know, is there. Uh, It's like a dead giveaway that they're not in flow state. Um, Or they're showing up late. Or they start showing up late. And we use uh, situational leadership a lot to kind of diagnose some of these things. Um, If you're not familiar with situational leadership, it's basically Uh a spectrum. Um, It goes from D4 to, or D1 to D4. That's your developmental level. And then your leadership is your S1 to S4. So that's the accompanying leadership style that you have to lead someone with depending on their state of development. And usually, long story short, this is a whole nother podcast about uh, SL2. But um, so there's this thing when you get to the D2 level of development, it's it's kind of like a, it's a dip. You know, your your competency is still lacking. You've built a little competency but your confidence has dropped because, you know, things aren't all you thought it were, it, you know, it's not all it's cracked up to be. You're finding out. Or you're not. Yeah. You're not, you're, you're not engaged. Well. You're not enjoying it. And you can fall back from D3 ahead from D1, but hmm. identifying that and seeing, okay, you have clearly slipped into D2 somehow here. You're going to need some support and we're going to have to really figure out what's making you tick here. And, um, a lot of the times it's just, they find out they're not enjoying it and they have lost that sense of flow state 
And through those conversations, you can kind of really, I guess you can just really dissect, you know, what is it that brings you enjoyment? What is it that, that puts you in that state? Yeah. For an example, um, the newest case of, uh, that we did this with, was somebody who was like constantly in that dip and just wasn't just really wasn't his best almost ever. And we knew he could be because he had showed it before and, you know, lots of conversations about what makes you happy and little things that he would say or was, you know, he just wants to, he's more into like fine details. He and, loves dissecting the details. Right. He loves just staying focused on the little things for a long period of time and strive for perfection and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we ended up putting him on cabinets and he is just thriving, thriving and he's in, he's so happy and he's, I mean, showing up early and he's got this amazing attitude and he's just like vibrant, you know, it's like, you see him losing track of time, working through breaks without even realizing yeah, it, that kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's wow. a big giveaway. Like whenever you see people lo- losing track of time, it really means that they're locked in that zone, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay. Interesting. I love that. Um, I love that you guys are consistently watching. I love that you have a schedule for checking in with people. And now you said it was, is it quarterly that you guys sit down with employees or leadership and leadership sits down with their employees? How like often? every six weeks, four to six oh, okay. weeks. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, that's going to be important to actually have something on the calendar. Cause I think people sometimes just eyeball it and you could see a lot of things, but if you're not around, you know, you, you kind of just assume things are working as they ought to, and that you just out of sight, out of mind a little bit there. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's exactly the trap we fell into. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, that's that's everybody. You had us do an exercise though at that conference that um, I really enjoyed doing, and I would love to even do that with our leadership team or everybody in the company. Um, yeah, because that was really. It's so stupid simple, you know. Like you're really truly saying, uh, for for individual areas, where do I? feel challenged or under challenged and where do mm-hmm. I feel um, skilled or, or, or resourced and under-resourced skilled or unskilled, you know? So you, you kind of mix those two, um, those two criteria. And then you have this, I could actually put that in the show notes. It's something we did to help you understand where your employees are in flow. But the big thing is still with that, you still have to have a time where you do it you know, and yeah. that's what I think a lot of people miss is that if you, you can figure out some, if you just sit down with somebody, have a conversation, um, it helps to know what to do during this conversation. It sounds like you guys got some systems in place and there's tools out there. We could put some of those in the notes too, by the way, I know people are going to be asking like, Hey, can we see some of this? I don't, do you guys show some people how to, what you're actually using or is that? Yeah. Are you comfortable? Yeah. With we that? can give them resources or yeah. yeah, even pointing cause we could put whatever in the show notes, but yeah. Um, but we could put some that, that out there. Everybody uses something a little bit different. You've heard, you know, some people use Myers-Briggs um, to kind of, ha- well, those aren't really performance reviews, but sometimes it's just anything to give you a, you know, a grip on how people respond or how to communicate with somebody, what kind of things make them happy or most fulfilled, you know? Yeah. But, um, we do the disc. Yeah, we rely on disc heavily. So which yeah. is, we just did disc with the whole leadership and did a, like a meeting where we, we kind of dissected it together and 
there's a our operations office uh, gal. She and I a lot of times would not see eye to eye to things, and we could never understand like why can we not like work together work together <laughs> to figure this out. And then after disc came back, we realized that we're on the complete opposite of every single spectrum. Like I will oh, be focusing right? on people, <laughs> and she's focusing on you know the tasks, the tasks, and and, which is beautiful it's great to have different you know different mindsets so that you can figure everything out but yeah it was like oh yeah okay, if you don't is... know why it's happening it probably yeah you just don't understand yeah yeah it's yeah. awesome yeah and and i've actually seen some new stuff out there too there's all kinds of new things but disc is um you know definitely solid um but it's it's changing all the time there's all it, but it doesn't matter i think the big thing is is that you're trying you're trying to understand you're listening trying to be systematic about it trying to put things on the schedule which it sounds like you guys are doing so i know i've talked your ear off what is your final thought for people who are just like i need my team on the same page i need my leaders trained what's kind of your final thoughts on the matter first communicate your vision get clear on your vision so before you can expect anything from anyone else, you have to get clear on your expectations for yourself and in your business. Um, and then you have to over communicate that vision. And then you have to be very open to feedback. Mm-hmm. Well, and they That's need pretty to see much a path, the, the blueprint right there. A path forward too. So if they are just every day walking in and hitting another wall, um, they can't see past that wall. You're not going to get much out of them. Hmm. So you got to figure out what they want to and align your goals. Yeah. Yeah. Align your goals, find a way forward. I love that. Well, guys, I think people will be interested to, to hear more from you. I love talking with you. I, it sounds like you're just trying to do things intelligently and in a very caring way. It's very, uh, it's just thoughtful about what you're really trying to accomplish in your business. And, um, you know, how to bring people along with you and not just, you know, cash out one day, but how are you going to be leaving a legacy? I, I think those kinds of things uh, seem to kind of characterize what you're up to. So love talking with you. Thank you so much for being on Estimate Rocket Radio. Thanks, Thanks Chris. Appreciate yeah. it. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.